Oh, there we go. This is the Krillcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Will. And I'm Andrew. And uh, it's the end of 2022, at least for us. This is our last show of the year. Dang. There was huge lag between you saying that and me hearing that. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Is it my internet or is it? It's very possible it's us. Are you guys getting the storm as well? Huh? You heard him right away? Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. Maybe it's my internet. Oh, well. We'll figure it out. Okay. Anyways. So, we're going to do some uh, year-end discussion and predictions for 2023. And Andrew is going to say things that we're all going to hate. But we'll go with it anyways. (laughs) Anyways, if you guys are watching on YouTube or Twitter or Facebook, make sure you follow on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, and follow on Twitter. All those good things. And in the meantime, if you're on Facebook or Twitter, I'm just going to let you guys know right now, those are cesspools, okay? So is YouTube, but at least YouTube is where we're monetized. So there's that. <laughs> we don't make money on Twitter or Facebook. <laughs> and and if y'all are feeling really special and you want to buy something that's flavored like coffee, go to coffee. <laughs> flavored like coffee? It's, it's not like coffee, it but it's is coffee. Like. We can't coffeebrandcoffee.com code Krillcast, and you'll save 5%. And you'll also donate at least a dollar to us. So there's that. Coffee brand coffee. That's good stuff. All right. (laughs) That's the worst slogan I could have come up with. That's good stuff. All right. I mean, you do like the coffee, so. I do. I bought bought at least one bag, at least. And it was good. At least. He's, he's he has sampled the coffee. I have tried it. It was delicious. It was delicious. It was it was delicious and not mm-hmm. suspicious. All right. You just so. eat it directly from the bag. That's the only way to truly test it. <laughs> eat the beans. Just like a spoonful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, as far as the big three, you know, Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo. Who do you think did the best this year? Not Xbox. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh, the best. Uh, this is a weird year for all of them. I super weird because they, they all had actually like first party games come out. Nintendo had quite a few actually. Um, Sony had a couple really good ones, but only like a couple. I'm gonna say Sony. For God of War and Horizon Zero Dawn. I think they had two really big titles come out. I think they've at least been constantly selling their PS5. It was hard as heck to get it for the longest time. Oh, Chris, oh, lost Chris. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, uh, I would say Sony probably. It, the only thing that makes me like hesitant to give it to Sony is the fact that they maybe haven't done a good enough job of selling the PS5 as a necessary upgrade. Yeah. Given the fact that the support is across both of them, I don't know. Yeah, I still think the PS4 is a better deal at the moment. We'll see what next year brings when we do our predictions. I would say probably, like, I would go with Nintendo. They had a a lot of games come out that sold super well. It's still selling, like, hotcakes, which I don't totally understand. (laughs) Um, It has has hit market saturation at this point. Yeah. Let's be honest. The Nintendo Switch is basically at or near market saturation. The most people that are buying new Switches at this point are probably the people buying an additional Nintendo Switch or like they broke theirs and they need a new one or they are mm-hmm. upgrading. Like 
Right. There's very few people that are getting into the Switch at this point as a brand new console owner. It It's also, I mean, if we're honest too, it's hard to really, maybe this makes them a winner. My point is about to make them a winner in a sense, but like Nintendo is not viewed as a sole console for ownership. It's just not. It's viewed as Nintendo and something else, in my opinion. Uh, that is kind of a win. That is that right. That's a win. They're just viewed as like the default second console, mm-hmm. right? They're not going to be your primary console usually, unless you really, 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 really love Nintendo games and don't want to play any of the triple triple A third party titles or first yep. first uh, party titles that the Sony or Microsoft come out with, but. I mean, I guess it is a win, right? Because they're mm-hmm. cheap enough and nostalgia it, it's enough. For technically, like you would call that um, a what's the word? Uh, when you, when you, no, 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 no. Um, it's in the realm of a put it in the cart and buy it. What the heck is that called? Uh, Impulse buy. The Nintendo Switch is in the range of money that is still an impulse buy. Yeah. Whereas, like, when you're is. buying an Xbox or a PS5, I mean, the you can't just, is cheaper. You're probably not yeah. impulsively buying an Xbox. I mean, the price is very stomachable as an yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially the used market. The used Switch mm-hmm. market is extremely reasonable. Especially for parents buying a console for their kids, mm-hmm. uh, younger kids in particular. It's a very like you can easily stomach that price point and not feel like you've cheaped out because it's still Nintendo. Right. So, I mean, it's different than if you buy the cheap version of the Xbox or even the Sony one without the disc drive feels kind of like, but if you want the connect sensor, no, I'm <laughs> I mean, um, by uh, number of Pokemon games, obviously the Switch wins this year. They've released like 30 of them. A usable impulse buy versus a large investment paperweight. I mean, I guess it depends on how much you use your Nintendo Switch versus your uh, console, like home console. Like for me, home consoles are kind of useless because I, I my time to use the TV all by myself is limited. Whereas I can always just whip out a console and play, or a switch. <laughs> I would, or a I would just deck. say though too that it has it does take that mobile, the handheld market that kind of dipped out right now. It's kind mm-hmm. of merged the feel, so it, it's it's created a market of its own. So I guess I could go with what Will says and say Nintendo's the winner because as long as Nintendo stays down this path that they've blazed with the switch i think they'll just always be that impulse buy that guaranteed second console that people will purchase no matter what yeah. because it's, it's just an easy pickup it's still screwy though because the xbox had the most profitable year it's ever had even though it released like only indie games this year yeah. so because of game pass so it's it's just a weird year for all three right shout out to Demi look, look at this sad story so excited to finally get my hands on my Steam Deck on Christmas because my parents decided to keep it until then, even though they know I paid for it. <laughs> like, <laughs> that sucks. I mean, 
Yeah. If I paid for it, I'd be I'd be pissed. If <laughs> I paid for it, unless they're like, gonna pay you back, then that then becomes an early story. Christmas present at that yeah. point. Yeah, I That's mean, I'm, my... I'm waiting for my PS4 that I bought, so. I'm looking at the wrapped box right now. It's pissing that, me off a little bit. That, that's a marriage present. Well, it's different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah to myself, from myself. <laughs> Those presents are okay when you're a married couple because, you know, then you know you're getting what you want. Do you think that the Steam Deck is going to take away from Nintendo? They're not competing because if you buy Nintendo, you're buying it for Nintendo IP. Yep, and and the family aspect. If you're buying a Steam Deck, you're basically buying a portable computer, and you're a totally different market. Fair, but like, there's a lot of people who want a portable, a handheld console to play certain games that. They okay, but if you want a Nintendo handheld. and you want to play Nintendo games, you're not buying a Steam Deck. Yeah, I'm. I'm just saying, like, I think there is a, that group of people who might actually exist who buy the Nintendo because it's the only portable game system that's like worth buying. I, I don't think that market like I thought that market existed, but I don't think it really does anymore. Like it, okay. the market that would have bought this, like it's going to chew into like a PlayStation portable market. It's not chewing into like a Nintendo market. The market doesn't exist anymore. Chris. That's what I'm saying. The, the people that were into the PlayStation are probably yeah. the people buying a Steam Deck and also the people who want portable computers. I think I that mean, the market that was buying a Vita that went to the Switch, those guys might switch over to the the Steam Deck, but I think that market is yeah. very small. I mean, the amount of Vita owners that existed out there were only about between 13 and 15 million. So I don't think that's a very big market compared what, to what the about Switch. The, what about that? What is it? That thing that attaches to the phones? Oh, the backbone? Backbone, yeah. Do you no, think, that's a different market too. You don't think that that's going to no. start selling much better? No. I, I'm really. I've had the the phone attachments for years for different things, and like I only use that for remote playing my other consoles. I don't. But use like, it if it's for, actually good, you you don't think that not. that's going to. If it's they okay. Can make it good. If they can make it good, it's early days. You don't no. see that as like going towards the future. They've been trying to make mo- they've been trying to make mobile phones the Switch for years and they've failed. And then the Switch comes out and it sells 120 million consoles. No. No. There's no way. Like it, the, the the Switch sells because it has Nintendo products on it that's, that's and true. because it's convenient. Yeah. I'm not yeah. talking about it stealing market share right now. I'm literally just speaking of how successful do you think that company will be? I think Backbone is successful on their own because you've got enough mobile players that like it. Um, like, for example, if yeah. you had a phone and you didn't have a Switch, like that's the market for that. Well, at, okay. At what point? This is this is where I'm curious to see the market move because it's almost as if I, I could see Microsoft going this way with how they're going towards Game Pass and they kind of have tried to make moves into the mobile gaming market where taking advantage of the cell phone that everyone already owns to try to make that a game. They've been trying that for years. I know. Nobody's been successful at it yet. Yeah. But okay. You don't see something like the backbone be like, no, because they had, so before the backbone, there was a much better product. Um, Well, let me take that a much better earlier product that would have been just like the backbone mm-hmm. and it did. Okay. It sold a lot. There was a lot of hubbub about it back in like 2012 and it attached in the exact same way. It took advantage of M5. 
Um, or I think at the time it took advantage of whatever port they I mean, as soon as Microsoft there. actually gets his Activision deal go to go through, they'll just have Game Pass for your phone. It's going to be Call of Duty Mobile. Well, Ubisoft yeah, I just want to point out that Call of Duty Mobile was one of the most successful games. Ubisoft, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong, but that's a different yeah. market. That's no, but that's the same market. market as the Backbone. Yes, yes, that is that, the same that's market like, as the Backbone. But, the Backbone is not exclusively PlayStation. You know that, right? There's an Xbox. I know, brand I know one, that, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm literally talking about it as a company going towards both consoles. And I'm saying the one go, geared towards Microsoft, I think, has way more potential to be focused on I, yeah i, I mean, can honestly see microsoft focusing the cloud gaming on that hard yep. mm-hmm. and the thing that okay chris I, I i understand what you're saying about past performance but then again you're also gearing that towards like the millennial market at the time i think gen z and the general move towards big as shit phones the fa- <laughs> like the phablet basically is I haven't heard that term since the original note came out. Yeah. yeah. Well, I still think it's a stupid phablet. I, I hate the big phone. Um, do you see, okay. Do you see the market shifting to go back towards smaller cell phones? It will eventually. Maybe. Maybe. I, I, I don't, I don't see it. I, I think what bigger. you're going to see Andrew is you'll see people who want small phones We'll just have this. It's not good enough yet. That's why I have it's not. Mini. It's not. You're 100 okay. percent correct. But people will have a watch and a tablet, and they'll they won't have phones anymore. Yeah, that's where the market should theoretically go, especially with the head, uh, wireless headphones now being such a um, big component. But um, I guess with Gen Z and the big screen, okay. cell the, phones, let's just focus on 2023, Andrew. Do you think that cloud gaming will be bigger in 2023 or big enough to capture some market share versus where it's at right now, which is basically dead with Stadia and Luma, Luna, whatever Amazon. Stadia is, is garbage. Stadia is dead. Luna is just Luna. Luna's why, awful. why are you ignoring Game Pass? Because, because Microsoft most, just put all the chips on black on that. The bulk of game pass people are still console and pc players they're not cloud players yet okay it's gonna be bigger next year though yeah so you're you're seeing yeah. the grind you're seeing just their initial they haven't acquired activision i did see them marketing and, this piece of garbage yeah they're <laughs> also gonna get game pass on the switch next year or the year after for yeah sure. so oh yeah i mean yeah. they're already making deals with activision on nintendo there's no way that's not gonna happen um, I think you'll see more Xbox Live. Nintendo games. needs to find a way to get better quality AAA titles on it without having to worry about the tech on mm-hmm. the device being powerful enough. And, and the xCloud will do that for them. But I'm actually thinking that through this Activision deal, they're going to end up, like PlayStation's being a little bitch about it, but they're going to end up screwing them on this. And there might be a case for Game Pass being on PlayStation, but also on the VR. <laughs> This imagine having Game Pass on the VR. Y'all got phones, right? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just saying, I I'm not a fan of the route Microsoft is going, but I could easily see them just killing the Xbox as like an actual thing. Well, they I, were looking into doing it, but it became too yeah. expensive. They were trying to just have they, a streaming stick. Yeah, they wanted to have like the Fire Stick for like mm-hmm. Xbox, and it was. I think they said the the product would have been around two hundred dollars. It's like why not just get an Xbox Series S at that point? 
Yeah, well, yeah. They, they really they've postponed it because it's too expensive to make. What you what you would really need is like a one hundred dollar, you know, impulse buy device you can plug in your TV. Yeah, which give it a year and they might have it. I think you're more likely to see them create apps for existing things like the Apple TV. Well, they already have the TV coming out with it. What was what is it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You'll see like yeah. things prepackaged with it. No, but that's okay. But what I'm, what I'm trying to say is, I see Microsoft getting out of the actual console business. No, not yet. There's it not going to be a next. There's this is the last Xbox you will ever see. They've been saying that since the three. No, this is literally the last Xbox you will see. I I am willing to bet money on this one. No, I bet we'll get a revision of this console. I could see. I could. Okay, this is the last xbox generation xbox this generation is the last xbox i see the next one either being folded under the surface tag i no i think the xbox brand will still exist no no i mean we've talked about they'll give up on disc completely because then it won't double as a blu-ray player and it also won't you won't be able to play your old games on it anymore which is something they pushed let's very heavily into. But those games are getting rid of that with game, and they're just going to have all the games on Game Pass. Mm, I think they'll if still they, sell games. If they gave all of the backwards titles for free without Game Pass, then I can see that happening. <laughs> Andrew, you're 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 fighting us on this, but I think you're forgetting. There is a large amount of Xbox loyalty in the previous generation of people. And the people that are buying the consoles are continuing to buy the consoles despite there being zero new media for them. It doesn't have to be called an Xbox. They can literally just say you're, made. You're saying Xbox they should divorce technology. their brand. Yes, that they is can. their gaming brand. They're it's not going to Microsoft. Do it. Xbox is just as much Microsoft as anything else. Let's be honest. I, so I don't, I don't think they're going to go that route. So they're not going to get rid of the brand name because no, they just changed their gaming studios to Xbox Gaming Studios. Yeah, that'd be they? stupid. Yeah, you're 100 percent accurate. They changed it from Microsoft know, Gaming Studios. I just don't see. I just don't see. I see their focus being purely on streaming. No, <laughs> I don't. I, I where <laughs> as long as Will is alive, the Xbox will exist. Microsoft would never do it. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, let's stop the cloud thing. I, I think you're wrong. You think okay. you're right. That's fine. We agree okay. to disagree. I think cloud is a is probably will always be around, just like how PSVR is always the small niche of I'm not a fan of cloud gaming. Can, can I, I I'm not either. You're, you're interrupting no. me right in the middle of my, my thought here. Just like PSVR only is about 5 to 10% of the entire PlayStation market, I think that the cloud gaming will continue to be about 5 to 10% at most right now. With the internet being as unstable as it is and me finding out how unstable it is as of last night, um, I don't think the internet is good enough across the country for Xbox to dip out of the console market. This is the same company that tried to make it where you were required to be always connected online to play. Yeah, but that failed so quick. Yeah, it failed, but that's still a company that wants to move in this direction. That's their vibe. They've already got their DRM solution, Game Pass. If you don't pay for Game Pass, you lose your DRM. Okay, but Game Pass is still cloud gaming. No, it's not. You don't know what you're talking about now at this point. Well, Game Pass is is not cloud gaming at all. You can download all those games, man. Yeah, you can download them, but you're still going to the internet for your game. Yeah, but but there's a huge difference between streaming the whole game and having it downloaded and it just checking your Okay, fine, but there's... 
going to make it net, like basically the Netflix of gaming. You're not going to be getting your discs. You're not going to get no, discs. You're, you're like forgetting the hardcore Xbox crowd is your FPS shooters. You'll never see an FPS shooter pro on a dang cloud gaming thing ever. It'll Dude, never happen. Yeah, I'm. my main point is they're going all digital. You're not going to have discs. Xbox is going to kill. Yeah, well, that's you know, if that's true, this is the last generation I buy because I, I like having my discs and I like they're going, playing they're going to kill, games. They're going to kill the disc, and they're Dude, going. You're to saying that everything. no, no, you need to stop. You're saying this as PlayStation is releasing a new console that will only be disc drive. Like PlayStation. Why, why actually, do I? Why do I care? Why do I care when I'm making a prediction about Microsoft killing the disc because they, they won't. Game pass. They won't. They'd be stupid. They can see. Here's the thing. There's enough gamers out there that pay for Game Pass and discs that it makes sense to still produce discs because you're making your money twice. People like me were paying for Game Pass and still buying discs because I'm an idiot. Okay. Those people but exist. I, the thing is, I also use my Xbox as my Blu ray player. So I like, I need that. <laughs> I still watch physical media. <laughs> I, I'm, I just. Microsoft has wanted to get rid of the disc. I don't disagree with you. The I, they're definitely the... going to eventually move to that. I don't think that they're going to make that move. They're not going to have a strong move on the next generation. They're probably going to heavily market like the biggest one will be all digital. Yeah, I think I'd be really surprised if there isn't something with a disc drive still. I think that Microsoft will do what Sony's doing, and if they do release an all digital console next next gen, they'll have some kind of attachment for backwards compatibility. That way, they can still sell yeah. it. Maybe the initial, maybe the initial one, but like I, I don't know how long. How no, long do you it, have until Microsoft, the next console Microsoft comes out? supported. Look, Microsoft supported the dead Connect platform through the entire Xbox One okay. product line. Chris, there is no way they release this and it's not compatible. Chris, how many years generation. do we have until the next uh, consoles come out? Let's I mean, just look probably, at this objectively. Be, it will probably be at least twenty twenty six. Yeah, twenty twenty seven. Yeah. 2028 sure at the latest. I just want to point out that that's quite a long ways away still. Yeah, and physical media is still... The thing is, when you want to launch a blockbuster game, dropping it on Game Pass doesn't do it. You'll get, you'll get high player numbers. Like, look at Halo Infinite. It was kicking some ass when it first I, launched. I, it's now just, it's like... It's just hard to see them not going down the route of, like, of how everyone's going to subscription models. Everyone, mm -hmm. it's. I feel like the wheels for Microsoft are just so hard in motion down this route that their entire thought process is being the Netflix of video games. Well, they're making money hand over fist, so I, I, yeah. I don't see why they wouldn't. But I'm again, not going to stop. They're at least through. I think as long as Phil Spencer is the head of Xbox, they won't go this route. Like completely, they won't com completely commit. Because he, even though there was like a very little demand for it, he's the reason why we have backwards compatibility. And you don't have to be online for that. And you don't have to have Game Pass for that. So like yeah. that was just a free add-on. So And it, it would just be weird to me if like that same mindset, which is very pro-gamer, that goes to something where it's only about profits and doesn't at least have the semblance of being for the gamer at the same time. You could eat, okay, we could easily see them do what, uh, Sony did with the PS3. The no, Andrew, Andrew, the fact that I think backwards that compatible, the later editions won't be. Xbox was initially not friendly to limited run games at all, and this generation now, 
limited run games is producing physical xbox games i think that says a lot about where xbox is with physical media i'm i'm just saying that if you have to be concerned about any of these companies going digital only it is 100 percent microsoft with the xbox Four DS. <laughs> I wonder though if PlayStation would actually do it first and pull an no. audible on this. No, way. I th- I think the the if PlayStation was going to release a new portable device at all ever, it would be digital only. I mean, haven't they done that already? No, they well they had no. PSP Go technically was yeah. an all digital, but that was that was the wrong time to release that. The internet wasn't even strong enough to support. See, it. They yeah, have it on their Sony's, minds too. Sony's never going to do another mobile gaming device probably if, not they've already basically said that i could but i could see them launching like a psp service for phones or like a ps vita service for phones or something like along those lines where you get the portable games on your phone with the backbone controller i could see something like that happening maybe because they have the remote play already you got remote play on ps5 and ps4 with your phone that's a free app here's a question do you guys foresee anyone else trying to get into the console market? At the big, it's the largest entertainment sector of the economy now. So of course, yeah. more and more players players will try to get into it. Yes. Well, you still haven't figured out this digital game situation on your Switch. No. And I'm pissed about it. Have you cleared it entirely? Yes, I have deleted it entirely multiple times and tried to redact it. Biz- what game is it? South Park. <laughs> next time next time i see you bring it, bring it and we'll, we'll clear it out we'll get it clean yeah the, we'll clean, clean it for you that sounded weird yeah um i mean okay yes it's the biggest entertainment market okay so andrew do you, do you guys let's, see let's, let's a finish, serious player finish our xbox prediction let's finish our xbox predictions and then we'll move on to nintendo Okay, so you're saying you think cloud gaming will play a bigger portion. I think it'll not just. I'm not okay. When I say cloud gaming, I'm literally saying that, but mostly everything associated with Game Pass. Game Pass, which yes, you can download it. I still view that as everything is coming from the cloud. Just because you can, you can download it. That mm-hmm. that doesn't make it any different, really. Xbox's strategy point. is Game Pass. Yeah, yes. I agree. I think that. Um... There, they should be about 30 or 35 million subscribers at the moment. So I think they'll probably, because they already said that they're hitting sort of their market saturation. I think the amount of people willing to pay for a subscription to Game Pass will increase over time, but they are saturated with the current market. They are looking into an ad model. So that might uh, free up some more people that actually get into it. But like I said, I'm I'm telling you, it's going to be on the Switch or like on whatever Nintendo's next platform is uh, next year or the, or the year after. I don't think Game Pass will come to Nintendo. I it just absolutely don't. is going to be. I'm, I'm I'm with Will. I think they're going to try to put it on anything that ha- that can even closely support it. And they'll stream. That's how they're going to yeah. do it. They're going to stream right to the console. Yeah. If they were going to do that, though, they put it on the Steam Deck, and they still haven't actually officially put it on the Steam. Well, Deck. they might put it on the Steam Deck. I'm not. They're, uh, we're they're talking about the everything. See, I think yeah. you like some major workarounds yeah, to like, work on Steam on- Deck. They'll put it on anything. Also, to be fair, they tried to sign the the Activision deal with Steam too, but Steam's like, "We trust you, Xbox," which is a really weird response. Um, <laughs> but they might be putting that on the Steam Deck too. I mean, why wouldn't they? 
They yeah. should. I, I think that it's makes probably sense. a win-win for both of them. Like even if Steam's only making a, a couple extra dollars, like why wouldn't you do that? Doesn't well, I mean they competing. have EA, EA Play is available through the Steam platform, so like EA's yeah. already partnered up with them. When they put it on the Switch, though, it's going to be a red X. This this watch, it's going to be instead of like the green and the white the white X or whatever, it's going to be red. I think what you'll see is not full blown Game Pass on Switch. I think what you'll see is that games that you get through xbox on the nintendo switch they'll do revenue share and you'll get access to some of those games on the switch i don't think it'll yeah. be full-blown game i don't think it'll be all of it. it's just like how there's a pc one and a console version there's gonna be the phone version they might expand be a switch version they might expand the play anywhere from and i think you're more likely to see play anywhere go on nintendo so if you pay an extra 10 bucks get the play anywhere get so you get minecraft on the pc the xbox and the switch I think that's more likely what you'll see. Yeah, but you'll have that. You'll they probably will merge GoldenEye because it's going to be on both platforms. That's an expectation that I don't think is too far out. I think that could probably happen. Then Banjo and Kazooie crossplay. is on both platforms. I could see um, crossplay with like Cuphead, uh, mm-hmm. Minecraft, Ori, Banjo, Ori. Maybe I don't think there's co-op though. There's no, no. But I can see that like game sharing or whatever. Like well, they, are, they already have achievements on the Switch through game, Xbox. So I'm telling you, man, it's happening. Uh, anyways, so I think cloud will will increase a little bit. Like you might get to like maybe five to ten percent of Xbox players use the cloud. I, I but think I think Game Pass is close to sixty to seventy percent right now. Yeah, I think. But what I'm saying is, I think you need to combine cloud with Game Pass because I think that is always going to be an extremely fluid relationship no yes i think that's going to be an extremely fluid relationship as long as 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 the technology gets more and more more and more like capable of actually streaming higher quality games i think you're Mm -hmm. going to see game pass be more and more like netflix you can download movies off of netflix yeah, yes. and, and Prime, too. Yeah, but, you but can download, the... but you don't need to download as long as you have the internet connection. Okay, and... but Andrew, the main difference between streaming video and streaming games is there's no input required for me to enjoy a movie. I agree. I'm just making the point. To be Chris, fair, that... the xCloud on the console works super freaking well. I believe it. I played I Forza just... on that. Oh, man. I'm, I'm just saying that as the technology makes it more and more capable. There is no difference between cloud gaming and Game Pass. It's going to be the same service. They're just going to expand the capabilities of Game Pass to include more and more cloud gaming. That's all I'm saying. Like yeah. you can't you can't look at those as separate markets. Yeah, I, I, I just don't think you can because they they fill the same void. They're going to be geared towards the same person. Yeah, to right. be fair, I don't even think they call xCloud anymore. I think it is just Game Pass. Uh, yeah, it's Game Pass like streaming or something. I don't know. But regardless, I, I I think that those markets are different. They're just bundled in the same service. They, they will be, yes. But you're I, like, I'm not saying they're going to get rid of the ability to download the game. You're just going to slowly recognize that you don't need to download it as they expand its mm-hmm. capability. And Eventually, people are just going to realize that, oh, I just clicked play this game. I didn't have to download it. It's going to have to be a thing that you choose to do eventually. 
that's how this is going to go. You're going to be a frog in boiling water. All right, the temperature is <laughs> going to slowly get hotter and hotter on the fact that you're just cloud straining this, these games. Can you games. play Game Pass games off the internet? I don't know. Yeah, you can. I don't. Have oh no 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 no! You mean you mean you mean can you cloud stream without internet? No no, 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 no. I'm talking about like so like you brought up Netflix. You download Netflix movies because then you don't have to watch it on your cell phone service. You can just watch it on your phone. So for, I'm asking for like the to, Game Pass for a certain number of days after the last DRM check, you can play a Game Pass game offline. Okay. You, I think you get up to like seven days without verifying again on your home console. On your bonus consoles, you have to verify right away. This comment is cloud gaming is so frowned upon. I don't see it happening for the next five years at least. Here's the thing. You're not going to see it happening. They're just <laughs> going to do it. It's and already it's just, happened. It's It already started. The, the whole rollout of Game Pass has already started the thing where – you're just not going to re- realize that you're not downloading the games. They're just going to make I, I, it. Let me tell you a secret, Andrew. As long as you don't recognize performance issues, you're not going to. People are just not going to. Especially with the price increase it. in Xbox games. Exactly. I will, I will tell you a secret, Andrew. What? I don't like Game Pass. I I don't like it either. Okay, I don't have it for a reason. That doesn't matter. Twenty-five million other people disagree with you. <laughs> Also, by the way, I don't have it right now either. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on from Xbox. Clearly, Andrew has a hard on for cloud gaming. No, um, <laughs> you're acting like I like this concept. I'm joking, Andrew, because you're like the only one defending it. Anyways, I think from a business standpoint, they're working on it. Oh, you muted him. I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. How okay, am I Nintendo. 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 Let's move on to Nintendo. New Switch or no new Switch this year? Announced doesn't come out till the following year. Yeah. I'm gonna I mean, go it's been out for how long now? Like, Listen, I don't think the Switch is done yet. <laughs> I think I think you're going to see like a Switch XL this year. No. <laughs> I, I, I fully object. I think they announced the next one. Yeah, I don't don't know. I don't know because they're still the games are still selling like crazy. Like despite the but Nintendo doesn't care about the console. They just want to sell games. No, I mean they have to be hitting their threshold of what the games can do though because they they are. They can't. It's they're struggling with third party games. That's the problem. (laughs) You're not wrong. (laughs) The only Xbox Live Gold user. Everybody else has Game Pass. But Chris, Chris, the problem comes down that they are struggling with third-party titles. Yeah, but you're I mean, you're right about that. They are struggling and they have a saturated market. I just don't know if they have the I don't know if they have the supply chain and production set up for a new switch yet. That's why I'm saying it's announced this year, does not come out until next year or maybe later. But the like only, it's the only announced. way that they announce it next year is if they I think though I think it'll be 2024. I think it'll be March 2024 and it'll be like announced in January, released in March. I think they will for sure if they don't publicly announce it, they for sure will have a design and a plan for the next switch this year. 
this upcoming year they will I was gonna have, say 2022 we got no 2023 they will have 10 days left <laughs> they will have that and they will just be waiting on that announcement until they think the moment is right but it will already exist the plan to ship manufacture and ship that console will already be in place they just have to figure out when they want to pull the trigger will it be backwards compatible with current switch cartridges i think it has yes to. i think it has to. I, be. I don't think they yeah. changed that at all there's no reason to also they're so conveniently designed i think mm -hmm. i think they're honestly i think there's media. a chance that they might introduce a new media but just have multiple ability to because the switch is limited on space on those cards i think the biggest card they sell is 64 gigs so like any game that's larger than that, and those are really expensive to produce um i could see them going the route of uh having a bigger piece of media in there and or a more convenient media on the next switch but also still having back like for example when you went from 3ds ds to 3ds they had the same cartridge but different different technology inside of it they might do something like that i don't see them moving away from cartridges though no it'll be, it'll be a similar style that can be read both ways Maybe like just like a bigger one. yeah yeah like bigger bigger storage cheaper to produce that's what they need to yeah. do mm -hmm. I mean, as a, with a mobile console, I feel like you need a cartridge. It's so much more durable than yeah. anything well, that requires a moving part. Also, I like, know. That's what that I'm technology is just clearly better in desk because you can play games right off of them. They actually like have they contain the actual game, <laughs> which is nice, and they they load so much faster. Mm -hmm. I think Microsoft's going to buy Sega and make Dream Pass. No, I'm just kidding. Dreamcast, Dream Pass. Mm -hmm. <laughs> No. Sorry. Okay. No, it, it, I think Nintendo will probably have something new in the next two years. It, I think for sure. I just don't know if they'll announce it in 2023, especially if they still have some big games ready to come out. I think you're right. That would, on it that. would hurt the hype train. But would you agree that they have the design? They, they have everything ready next year. I think if they announce something, it'll be after the holidays. So probably January 2024 at the earliest. And you'll you'll be it, it may not even be called the Switch, but it'll be the Nintendo Next or something. Yeah, but you you're agreeing then with us that they have the full plan. Nintendo's had a plan for a while. Yeah, they just probably haven't executed because of how successful the Switch has been. And it, the only yeah. way that they announce in 2023 is if sales in June are dead. I could see them. I could see them announcing in the holidays, though. Of I, I think I think you announce after the holidays because you want to get one when last they, holiday push. When did they officially announce the Switch? The Wii U is dead and gone by the time they announced. No, the no, no. So what time of year? It I, might have I been. It was either December or January. Right. right they they did it to capitalize yeah, on like holiday pre-orders and stuff. Like I no, because it launched in March. There was no pre-orders in December. Were there no pre-orders? No, they, they pre-ordered. Pre it was like launch day, uh, March. It was like March something. And they might have had pre-orders a week before at most. Okay. I can't remember. It's been so long, man. October? Yeah. Oh, they might have announced it in October, but they, you didn't, it was like the NX. There was no, like, there was no reveal until yeah. I think January. I'm going to look this up now. I mean, regardless, the next system is going to fail. So... That's how Nintendo is every other every other yeah. <laughs> they can't do two in a row. That's it's why awesome. they can't call it the Switch 2 or this they can't call it the Switch anything. It has, it has to be, be something, yeah. 
or it's like can be like the click <laughs> the clip nintendo clip yeah exactly that's that's what's gonna be I mean, they could just legit call it the Nintendo Switch Pro, but that'll still be a problem. Yeah, because then yeah. it's just a console upgrade. Not everyone's going to want it, you know? Right, just like the Wii U is an upgrade to the Wii, and people yes. didn't realize that it was actually its own thing. Uh, yeah, it, was, it was released on March 3rd, 2017. I'm trying to remember when it was actually announced. It was Oh, and it was unveiled on October. He's right. He's right. It was, on, it was unveiled on October. Okay, hmm. I guess I didn't remember that. I mean, I could see him doing something fairly similar. Unless they don't think they can pull off the logistics, because but then again, do, do they really care? They've always been okay with it being hard to get their console. Yeah, too. see, they don't want another Wii U, so they're they're really trying to figure out when the time is. And like with a lot of people asking, when's the next console coming? I was like, yeah, but people still love the Switch. Mm-hmm. And there's also so many like it's such a large user base now that they have a couple big games coming out next year. You might as well just launch those games first, and then not announce a new console because they might not yeah. buy the the games where they're making the most money anyway. Yeah. I think you'll see a lot of um, uh, forward and backward compatible titles come out at the same time because you don't want to cannibalize the current market share of a new game by putting it on a new console only, just like yeah. PS4, mm-hmm. PS5. I didn't actually really think they were going to launch price. alongside the new Zelda, um, but they haven't announced the new Switch yet, so I'm not sure if they're going to do that. <laughs> but I do know that they'll probably continue their NVIDIA Tegra partnership because that's worked out really well for this last gen. I, I think that Nintendo announcing too early cannibalizes their current their current base and announcing too late is also bad. So you have to do it just like it has to be after the holidays with enough time for people to get ready their wallets. You yeah. don't want people waiting through the holidays to spend their money. I, guess, I, I mean, I could, I could see it. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter when uh, they could announce it during the holidays and they could just as easily just say that it's coming out in the spring because that's more than enough time for people to rebalance mm-hmm. their checkbooks in time to buy it. It, and, it's, and if they, it also builds excitement. If they see like a market where people are still buying the games, but not the systems, and then they just say, hey, this, this every game that comes out in 2023 will be forward compatible with the new system, along with the entire Switch library. That'll at least prevent people from not buying it. I think what Sony did when they came out with the PS5 was a good idea of where you made it where the game could be um, transferred over. I thought that was a good concept. Um, yeah, but that was a very flawed. It's a very difficult thing to do. I understand that. <laughs> a couple of my I'm... friends have tried that and have had very mixed results with that. Like, for example, some games don't transfer. No, you, it literally had to say that it wasn't one that would. But um, moving on from Nintendo to Sony. All right, guys, let's do it. Let's do, do it. Do you think they stop with supporting the PS4? In 2023? Yes. Do you think the first main next-gen title that's solely next-gen comes out? I mean, Spider-Man's supposed to be that game. Spider-Man 2, right? Yeah. I hope not, because I really want it down on the PS4, so I don't want to predict against that. (laughs) No, Sony. (laughs) I think it has to happen. It's been too long. It's been too long. I feel like there's got to be a developer out there who's been making a game geared purely to the ps5 
The Last of Us Three. Oh gosh. I mean, Xbox is doing it for the first time next year, so um, Starfield yeah, is going to only Bethesda be on the Series X, right? Yeah. And so the Series S. Come on, bro. Don't forget sorry, that little you know, The Series consoles is a stupid naming convention. It's the worst naming convention ever. I, I just, I, I have to say, I think that this year is the last year. This upcoming year is the last year for PS4 support oh, with new titles. Yeah, I yeah, agree probably. with that. I just hope that Spider-Man 2 is on it. And I think I mean, that I think means the PS4 lasted a decade. That does mean yeah. that. But I think you'll get a lot of I think you'll get a lot of announcements for titles that they've been working on. Like they'll actually start rolling out the um, exclude first party exclusives that we all would expect mm-hmm. Sony to have brought out by now, and probably from some developers that have been staying quiet. That's no, you get the Last of Us Two remaster. Come on, hey, honestly. Sure. Probably. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just I think they're going to actually have some good announcements this year for Sony, especially I, I, if they do plan on breaking from the PS4 support. I also wonder if the PS3, the PS Vita, and the Xbox 360 will finally have their markets shut down or not. Probably. Because Nintendo killed, like the Wii U and the 3DS are totally done in 2023. 100% all done. The Vita has still clung on. Like I, I was recently just bought some new games on the Vita that are still getting updates, actually. Um, and the PS3 as well. The PS3 still has people that you can still buy games. PS2 games that aren't even available on the PS5, you can still get on the PS3. So I'm curious what Sony's going to do with the Vita and the PS3 next year. Well, they finally remember that it. they made those consoles. <laughs> That's the only reason they haven't shut them down. Yeah. They they purposely blocked out the idea of the Vita because of how terrible it was designed. Mm-hmm. Greatest portable of all time. No, you need an attachment device. Uh, uh, I don't use an attachment portable. anymore, Andrew. I play it the way it is. I play it the way they made it. All natural. All natural. <laughs> Where's the Switch I'm squeezing my Ori Split Pad Pro because I absolutely oh. hate the Switch Joy-Cons. They will sell real NFT consoles instead of real consoles. Why did you add real in there? I misread it. <laughs> Skylanders not fun time for the PS5. <laughs> Wait, doesn't Activision own Skylanders? They do. Yeah, they do because they did Spyro. Yeah. Um, I predict Microsoft's gonna have their own version of the Amiibo Skylanders next year. I mean, what well, when toys this actually goes through Master Chief Toys to Life, Infinite's gonna have Master Chief Toys to Life. Shut up, Chris. I don't want it to happen. But they will actually own, uh, not Spyro, Spyro but, Crash. Yeah, well, I guess Spyro, Spyro and Crash. Yeah, so they're gonna have their you know kid games finally that they've been wanting forever. <laughs> they got super lucky still. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Um, as far as uh, Sony goes, I think they will announce the new PS5 next year. I don't know if it'll be called the oh. Slim or whatever, but it'll have a peripheral Blu-ray drive that's detachable, so you can. Which is one of the main issues with the PS4, if you didn't know, is they married the Blu-ray drives to the motherboard, where like if you wanted to replace it, you basically have to have a Sony like key of some sort to marry a new Blu-ray mm. to your old PS4. Otherwise, it just won't flat out work, which is annoying because you can't have a digital. So Sony did the stupidest thing ever. For verification, when they, when they switched off the CMOS battery situation, they basically tied your um, verification to your Blu-ray drive for DRM purposes, because it stores like in the firmware of the chip 
of the Blu-ray drive, the DRM files. And when they did that, if your Blu-ray drive no longer works, your PS4 is bricked. So 120 ticking time, 120 million ticking time bombs of PS4 Blu-ray drives. So with the PS5 having a detachable Blu-ray drive is super smart because you can replace it and it's an extra like right, I'm assuming. I'm oh, assuming it's gonna be a hundred dollars. It's I mean it could happen. It could happen to mine any day now. So Chris, with that PS5 though, don't you like I'm curious what it's gonna look like. Um personally I think they should make the Blu-ray player this like stand for the console just to dock it in there. It's yeah. gonna look like a piece of crap like that PS3 revision that like has a slide top. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one was so bad. Yeah, but like, honestly, instead of the instead of that black stand that they sent with it, if you just made the disc, the Blu-ray player, a um, a stand, I think that might look much better. I think it's going to look exactly like the existing PS5, or really close to it. And all you'll do is replace the side panel with a Blu-ray drive panel, and that'll be it. I think that's all it's going to be. They're just going to send gonna... you the like a Blu-ray player with some duct tape and just going to duct tape it to the console. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if yeah. you look at if you look at the what the digital edition looks like now, it looks like what they probably plan on making. And then the Blu-ray drive was clearly an, an extra thing. So I think yeah. with the next thing, all they'll have is they'll sell you essentially the digital edition, probably a slimmer version, but the digital edition with just two panels. And underneath one side one side panel, there'll be a clip-in spot for the Blu-ray player. Take that panel off, put the Blu-ray player panel on, boom, done. See, I think they need to just make it where you can, like, put it on, like, uh, vertical. And then, like, vertical like this with the, with the PlayStation like this. So it looks like a Star Wars spaceship. <laughs> That's what they, they need to just put a USB cable between your PS3 and your PS5. And you just put the Blu-rays in the PS3. Good to go. <laughs> no, um, I, I do think that nintendo well nintendo sure why not but <laughs> i do think that um sony and microsoft missed an extra market of peripherals with blu-ray drives that they could have had right off the get-go that's fair yeah make extra money selling blu-ray drives at a hundred dollars a pop when they really cost like twenty dollars to produce mm -hmm. huge market there i mean i think Xbox i think the series on that idea already so maybe they just don't want to do yeah but that everybody. wasn't so like the digital market wasn't there yet mm -hmm. so like that was a, that was a stupid <laughs> choice. The PS5 is a temporary player where you can watch Last of Us cutscenes on your feet. <laughs> so does the PS5 Slim get announced, or is the PS5 Slim not getting announced because of this Blu-ray add-on version? I think both will be announced at the same time. I think it's also mainly to combat supply chain problems. Probably. Because no. the slim just won't have those weird fans and make it look like a modem. I I just that's what I see, right? I see it as supply chain issues have been the main thing holding back the PS5 from selling. As like they could sell so many more co uh, consoles if they actually didn't have those supply chain problems. I think so. Yeah, if you can sell one model and that's it, and you're not producing yeah. a, a, a digital and a Blu-ray version. And then you have an add-on. Then you have two different production lines. You got the add-on line, and that's just a Blu-ray yeah. player with a PS5 shell on it. And then you've got the the PS5 being one console across the board. You're not producing two different consoles that have two different 
selling rates. And you don't market. have unhappy customers who are trying to get the disc version but can't seem to find it. Yeah, exactly. Because mm -hmm. that's the one that's harder for them to get produced versus the digital only. Then the next question is, do they produce a backwards compatible drive that you can plug into your Slim or not? Probably, honestly. Yeah, see, I don't know. It, it probably I feel like they should. And then the next question is, will Xbox respond with an Xbox Series S disk drive that you can No. They'll they might. They'll respond by making Game Pass free for an extra month and then. <laughs> okay, next, nice next prediction here. <laughs> next prediction here. Um, computers. How much more of the computer market will PlayStation try to bite into? And how much better will Game Pass get to compete with Steam? Or will they just put Game Pass on Steam? I'm just going to put it on there. I don't know why. No. They have all, all of the Xbox games come out on Steam anyway. Right, but Steam makes money off people not getting Game Pass and buying the games. So how much of a cut does Steam have to take in order for that to make sense? They won't do it. Why would you do that when you can just have an app down? Uh, you just download an app for Game Pass. People don't like Game Pass. The game uh, Xbox app sucks. Let's just, let's just face it. The PC version of Xbox Game Pass and the Xbox app on PC sucks. It's the worst rendition of Xbox hey, ever man. built. When they just include it with your Microsoft Office 360, you're not going to have a choice. I've uninstalled the Xbox it. apps on this PC so many times because of how broken they are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they said that they're not going to take any, or well, at least Call of Duty. They're going to keep all the Call of Duties on Steam for the next 10 years. So... I, they're not looking at Steam as a competitor. They're just going to... But they are. Their games. I mean, they are legitimately competitors. Not for Microsoft. They don't feel that way. They don't need to sell Game Pass on Steam. They gain nothing by doing that, but losing... Like, they just lose. I mean, they don't... I mean, they, they do and they don't. So if you... Because EA Play obviously found it monetarily making sense. So honestly, I like having all my games in one library. So for the Steam users that have all their games in one library, if you want access to Game Pass games, you're you're not going to like having two launchers. I mean, Epic Games found out the hard way. People don't like having two launchers. If you could have your what Game Pass games available. Epic Games lost out because no one wanted their damn spyware. <laughs> and no, and people didn't point. like their non-point. This is not no, what I'm no, saying. And no one didn't like the way they were trying to buy developers. Okay. People just didn't like their behavior. That had way more to do with it than the second launcher. Mm -hmm. If that I was under that opinion, I wouldn't own a gaming PC and a PlayStation and a Switch because I wouldn't want my game library spread out among three different devices. I mean, there but are some I, games that no, I'd play on PC and some. No, but I own those three different those three different devices to play games. If if I had a problem with a second launcher. I wouldn't, that's so petty. I wouldn't own multiple consoles. Okay. Like I, I'm just saying you, you keep being petty. I'll keep being, no, like, that's, I'm, I'm not being petty. I'm honestly saying I like, I don't think you're, you're being silly. If you have that much of a problem with two different game libraries from two, I will never download another launcher. The fact that Mass Effect Legendary Edition requires me to download the stupid Origin launcher still. Oh, I hate them. Origins launcher. Don't get me wrong, but still. <laughs> I, Do you know, there is rumors of a Steam Deck Slim that Valve is working on. By the way, um, it's got a thinner middle part, 
and whoa, it's got a thinner middle part that makes it more ergonomic. Hey, Chris, the public agrees with me. You're being <laughs> uh, the. I'll uh, never download your launcher, Epic, ever. No, you shouldn't download Epic. Okay, I that's won't. legit. Don't down that. Don't don't download TikTok either. It's all spyware. Okay? Hey, TikTok's getting banned. It's legitimately it getting banned. Well, it Good. should because it's the most invasive crap on the planet. So. Well, you should tell your story about what happens when people get TikTok at prom. I have no idea what you're talking about. Did you chaperone <laughs> a prom once? Oh gosh, yeah, but that wasn't just TikTok. It was um, the social media in general. They literally didn't dance and they looked <laughs> at their phones. It was so freaking weird. Oh my god! They're just like I don't this. Remember and the music was playing. Out at a oh, dance. so weird. No. I don't remember. We're ever also old now. Chris, we only had flip phones. What are you talking about? Smartphones were out when we were in mm-hmm. high school. It's just not many I, people had them. I guess. Okay, fine. I grew up in the middle of nowhere, so. If I saw an I, I saw more than one iPhone when I was in high school. Let's put it that way. No, I did too. Later, it just wasn't. Most kids didn't have a smartphone until it was like senior year. I knew I somebody there. had the original Android phone in high school yeah okay i know that too. that thing was just, that thing was so trash okay, where i grew up there was like maybe two kids who had a cell phone by sophomore year so yeah every once in a while they would take a selfie and pretend like they were dancing and then they would stop and then go back and look at their phones oh my gosh that's so sad yeah it is it a was. sad life that they live gen z is a sad sad generation and what's even crazier is they weren't playing like any like modern songs it was like all uh, early 2000s songs so i knew that's, every single one of them that's because most of the modern songs kind of suck for dances i don't know. oh they suck in general they're terrible yeah why who's gonna go dance to anything but flow riders and get low rider they play rider they also like britney spears and stuff is like what yeah it's happening it was like was like listening he's ears taste of your lips da, 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 da. it's like what you know will was will probably wanted to dance way more than any of those kids so yeah. i'll i'll own that quote i'll own that quote yeah well there yeah no there's a lost generation they're we're lost the sad ones because we have to watch them <laughs> they're lost because they've been put into just digital isolation Technically, mm-hmm. half of my kids were born in Gen Z. Yeah, well, don't let them have a phone. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah, back to the subject. They get classic iPods. Back, back to the actual subject. Oh, so back to the competition thing, though. Like As I was saying, they don't view Steam as a competition. Yeah. Phil Spencer actually said this like six years ago now. He named Amazon and Google as his competition. He's already yeah, killed Apple Google. Why, why does probably he view Apple them too. as competition, Will? Because it's streaming, yeah. Because it's streaming, it's mm-hmm. cloud gaming, cloud services. So, guess what their focus is, Chris? Take <laughs> it away. Nothing. Uh, nothing. Okay, fine. Microsoft fine. Has, has no. Focus. I'm not okay. I just want to point out that I am just trying to be a realist on this. I do not like, I do not like, the cloud gaming pathway that they are taking. <laughs> hey. Just for the record, I think we're going to be launching our culture cast in next year. I think that's happening. I have lots of complaints. Lots of complaints. <laughs> we need a boomer version of the culture. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, so getting back to that. I, okay, Steve, if Steam's not Microsoft's competition, then why don't they put Fable 2 on Steam? Come on, guys. Because I want some reason to get people to buy Game Pass. 
That's the one reason. <laughs> Fable 2. <laughs> Actually, Fable 2 is famously supposed to be ported to PC. It never happened. Yeah, that's the only reason why. It's because it wasn't already ported and they don't want to work on it. Here's here's an interesting question. Boomercast. Since we're looking at the competition. That probably exists. There do, probably is Boomercast. Do you, who do you guys think is the most likely to try to jump into the arena to compete for gaming? I, I think that the biggest thing we haven't talked about yet is already out there. It's Evercade. Evercade is for cartridge people that like cartridges and retro games. And do you get like 20 games of cartridge for like 20 bucks? I mean, like, it's a great value, but it's, it's very niche. A, There's no way. Is that a, they, I mean, but they're successful. They, they yeah. already exist. Yeah, well, but that is not, we're, we're, we're talking about someone who's trying to steal market share. They are slowly but surely. They are building market share. Like every year, I think, you know what? Maybe I'll get an Evercade this year. No, but you're, you're not going to say and I'll buy don't. an Evercade and not buy an Xbox. Yeah. What are the what is their market share like right now? Like point zero zero three. It's it's small, but it's sustainable. That's the. Difference. I'm not hating like, on them. This is a great just, company. I like their here, product. Yeah. Let me let me hear you, let me let me tell you what I'm saying here. No. When Steam launched the Steam Deck, they knew that they did not need to eat into Nintendo's market share to be successful. They just needed another platform to sell more games. Evercade is doing that exact same thing. They I think you're missing some, the point of the question. Yeah, you're missing. You're slightly missing the point. I was going to say Apple. Because, I mean, Apple probably, yeah. Because I see Apple Arcade being dramatically expanded. That's why I said Apple is actually competing right now. Yes, and I would say people are sleeping on what they can do with Apple TV. I'm not. No, you're <laughs> I love not. The Apple TV. I'm saying a lot of people are sleeping on the Apple TV. Um, there are thousands of games that could easily be ported. I know. I, okay, this is the thing. I went to the Apple Store over Black Friday. I was very surprised when i was looking at the apple tv game what they were showing about the apple arcade and the games that they had on it i was impressed because it's like okay this is the streaming device that most companies would want to sell and i feel like apple can get away with selling a quality device at a mark like at that market premium that Microsoft has said was too expensive to sell when they already made an Xbox. So it's like, I feel like Apple can be like Mr. Steal Your Girl and come into that exact marketplace on Microsoft. That's all I'm saying. Well, they're just looking at like, we already have these Apple TVs in people's living rooms. Yeah. And if we add gaming to it, like, boom, you just like people who are going to buy a Series S just might not know. And a lot of people buy the Apple TV for all the other things because Apple TV, actual actual TV, (laughs) the actual Apple TV, like original pro TV shows and stuff are not bad. No, they're not. Honestly, the Apple one subscription at 15 bucks gives you music, TV and gaming. Yeah. Hmm. So it's like, I honestly, I could see them becoming a much bigger player. Um, especially given how many people want to develop for them just because of their market share. Yeah. Um, so, but the, do you know what, what game famously is not on the Apple TV? Take your guess. Fable 2. No. <laughs> Minecraft. Hmm. They actually had to pull it because there wasn't enough people playing it or buying it. They just pulled the app entirely. And they have never put it back on the Apple TV. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily the biggest deal. It, can it is. Minecraft's on everything. 
Here, but seriously, ask me how many Apple TVs I have. It's the most convenient streaming device ever made. I have zero. You have three. Did I guess it right? You did. I have I have I, oh. I have three plus a new one coming. <laughs> no, but like okay. The the only competitor to this, right, is Fire. Fire TV. Fire TV. So because Google if, Google failed with the Chromecast. Yeah. To so try and build even a market. Amazon with is kind of chomping at the bit too. I think it's between those two coming in. The difference between what Amazon is doing and what Apple's doing is there's a capable processor on board the Apple TV. An yeah. extremely capable processor. Yeah, I mean I'm not I'm not necessarily saying that I think Amazon's going to be as successful because especially since Apple already has such a such a stronghold on people who are developers of games. So it's like plus you can build once and it works on iPad and Apple TV together. Yeah. A lot of apps that are on so like for example, I have the Jackbox Party Pack on Apple TV. It also just automatically ports to the iPad. So you get it buy it once, get it on two mm -hmm. platforms, portable and home console. They got the switch beat already. Yeah. No, I mean not really, but but you could easily convert that market share. No, I mean if the if they made the quality games there, uh it's I don't know, you might honestly have Nintendo beat on the people who aren't out for the um Nintendo, Nintendo IP. first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, Apple is probably more likely to eat into the the market share of Nintendo than anybody else. Yeah, I mean it's also extremely um that, now that's the ultimate impulse buy. I'm not gonna lie, like that actually I think has a stronger impulse buy concept than the uh, iPad or the Apple TV. All, all Apple products because oh, yes. much, no, honestly, all right. Apple products I do think have a stronger impulse buy because every parent can justify that device for themselves and how they can then hand it off to their kid. I, I think that's the thing. That's the big thing, right? I mean, if they have a big push like this, it will kill digital media, or I mean, physical media, because it's going to be all digital and it's all. Cloud. Especially, especially think of how kid friendly those arcade app games are. Yeah, they are. A lot of them, right? Anyway. Like even more kid friendly than Nintendo. Apple curates hard. Yes, and when you look at the the Apple TV, is priced fairly well. To be an impulse buy but like the ipad you don't have, it doesn't take much to convince a parent to buy an ipad it does because they see yeah. how they can use it and then they can they can like hand it to their kid when it starts when they start to cry <laughs> like <laughs> I, I and and what you said about the subscription model 15 bucks and you get everything right i think this everything. describes what you just said Andrew. no it is it is and and i was talking about you know 15 year olds one of my cousins i'm not going to call them out here but one of my cousins walked out of a wedding because their phone died and they couldn't entertain their child yeah the too many that people happened. have used a cell phone as a pacifier yes yeah uh but thing, thing the best part too, is we had our kids sitting at the table with us and he's like you know how it is the phone's dead i'm like my kids aren't watching a phone like <laughs> they're fine <laughs> Especially when you have the subscription at $15, getting them Apple Music, as well as being like, okay, there's the games that my kid can play. I wonder how much of a metric uh, Apple could actually take away from Game Pass if they just said, hey, look, this is the same stuff, except you get more. I think they could take a lot. 
Mm-hmm. It might even be twenty bucks, but even at, even at five dollars more than Game Pass, you're still getting music, TV shows, and games. Yeah, I think you could take a lot. I'm gonna look up what Apple One concludes now because I'm curious. I think it's like I it's think everything. Bucks. It's everything. I mean, Microsoft just buy Spotify and then it's they already owned by Google. It's very expensive. No, Spotify no. is not owned by Google. I thought it was. No, Spotify bought Anchor. Spotify is still independent. I think they're Swedish mm-hmm. or Swiss, or Switzerland, one or the I other. Thought, no, I thought Alphabet actually no. owns a large share of Spotify now. No. I mean, maybe a share, but they're not. They're they're still their own company. I know they're, independ- the I know they're independent on the stock market, but I'm pretty sure Alphabet. No. Uh, owned by six parties. The firm's co-founders. Uh, the co-founders apparently own 65%. That's pretty good for how big Spotify is. Mm-hmm. Sweden. I was right. It is Sweden. Four hundred fifty-six million active users. That's crazy, and uh, almost two hundred million paying subscribers. Uh, Spotify struggling with though, right? Uh, advertising. They, no, they want to do audio books, but because of oh, the way yeah, yeah, yeah. Apple does their thing, there's they're not able to make a good the amount of money. Anyways, that's that's neither here nor there. Um, but Apple One, I'm curious what that costs now. Can we talk about this? Let me see. Apple One. It is not listed. <laughs> they don't want to. I tell think you I do think it includes almost everything, pretty much everything. Okay, bundle service. Apple One bundle services. See what it says. Apple One is for an individual, seventeen bucks a month. For a family, it's twenty three dollars a month. And then whatever Premiere is, it's thirty three dollars a month. I don't know what Premiere is. But it includes Apple Music, Apple TV Plus, Apple Arcade, Apple Fitness, Apple News, and iCloud Storage. That's not bad. Honestly, that is a fantastic deal. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Yeah, because individually, has... Apple Music's eleven bucks a month individually. Yeah. Apple TV seven dollars a month individually. Arcades five bucks a month individually. iCloud Storage is at nine cents apparently. And then the total cost there for just that is $24 if you don't do Apple One. If you do Apple One, you're saving $8. That's not bad. Dude, I'm, I'm just saying, uh, honestly, I think Apple is underrated currently in the market. That's only $2 more than Microsoft's Game Pass, and you get so much yeah. more with it. And it's easier. It's not even that you get so much more. It's you get so much more that it's like for the right people in the household – to justify it to the person who actually has the wallet. Especially when Netflix is 15 bucks a month for the yeah. base, base plan. Yeah. Well, they're going to do ad-based yeah. things. Now. They already have Netflix ad-based. <laughs> yeah. so I think that's seven or eight bucks. All right. Well, anyways, I think we've – is there anything else we need to mention? I do. I will say, if you're into retro gaming, Evercade, check it out. It's a niche product, but it's a niche for you if you like retro. Well, okay. Any predictions on – games like i'll 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 say i think hogwarts legacy is going to be game of the year hands down probably unless jk rowling has something to do with it no (laughs) i'm just kidding uh i also think that halo infinite will see a little bit of a boost but it will not hit the hype of what it was at when it launched here's a question do we get an announcement of a release date for halo battle royale no the next elder scrolls no because they don't want to they don't want to cannibalize Starfield. 
When does Starfield I, come out? I think out? they I will thought... at the end of the year because Starfield comes out and well, they don't they haven't announced the official date yet, but yeah, I thought Starfield close to release. So yeah, yeah when um, Starfield releases like a couple months after that, you might hear when, when Skyrim yes. is coming out. Yeah, this I'm expecting happening. an announcement this year then. For you know why? Because Starfield, they're like putting way too much on that freaking game now, and it's not going to be for everybody. So it's, it's going to everyone's everybody. going to say this like probably probably going to say that the game's a failure. Yes. How about yes. Fable Four? If that freaking is not announced more and with some gameplay, <laughs> I will be so pissed. I, I, okay. I'm just gonna say this though, Will. Going back real quick to Starfield, I do think it's gonna be considered a failure. I really do, and for all the reasons that when we when we talked about it back when they when they first announced it, every mm-hmm. concern I ever had for it still stands to this day. <laughs> like. I, I called bullshit on it when it's, with the way it's they Skyrim and Fallout so, in space. No, but it's barren wasteland in yeah. space. It's not. It's not what people actually want out of a space game. And they don't have Hideo Kojima, you know, doing Death Stranding, so you can't sell. They announced another one of those games. I was I super, super surprised. <laughs> it did no. sell really well because it got Hideo Kojima attached to it. Mm-hmm. With, with and, the, and and the guy from Walking Dead that I can't think of his name. Yeah, uh, Daryl or whatever. Yeah, Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. That guy's awesome. But yeah, with it being considered a failure, because I I agree that it will probably be considered that they, they'll be one hundred percent wanting to announce Skyrim, the next uh, Elder Scrolls. It's probably still going to sell. Well, it's weird because on Game Pass, but I think it'll still sell like between two to four million copies. Oh, probably. It's, it's yeah. going to. It's not going to be well received. Be mixed. Though. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be not well received. Definitely not game of the year material. Like, let's just be honest. No, probably. And not. Redfall is unfortunate because it's probably going to be a really interesting arcane game because, like, all the arcane games are interesting, but it's going to be a critical darling and no one's going to buy it. Probably. Like, every I'm still, other I'm still game. annoyed that they did not choose to go with the Wood Elf region, uh, with the cities that are in the trees that can move. That would have been much cooler of a concept. You want the uh, the trees from Lord of the Rings, huh? No, like the cities could move. I thought if oh, I remember okay. the lore correctly, like the cities legitimately move. But I would have been happy if they picked anywhere that was or where the Khajiit are. I don't know. It would have been. I feel like you could have picked cooler locations. But what's your what's what game are you looking forward to the most next year besides Hogwarts Legacy, Andrew? Is there anything else that's caught your attention at all? Because 2023 feels pretty dry for me, unless a few things get announced. Like, um, unless they're announcing a new Infamous, then I'd be all over that. That's or if the they're thing. announcing, um, I agree completely. Like, they need to announce something more. I don't. I don't see anything yet that's caught my eye. Like Metroid Prime Four, I'd be all over that. Um, yeah, well, each system only forward. has like one or two big games coming out. So I, I feel like E3. I feel like we're waiting on E3 for E3 announcement. doesn't exist anymore. I know, but like it's coming I, back, supposedly. Supposedly. Okay. I, I just feel it's like, like we're waiting more, for huh? them to make some announcements before we can like, they've held off on announcements, it almost it feels like. So yeah. I, I think I think we'll be excited for games again on it the second they actually start announcing all the games that are PS5 only. I feel I think that that's the reason there's been that like lull in excitement just because they've been holding off the titles that would excite us. Maybe. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited for Spider-Man. I 
they're not going to announce Infamous, another Infamous. No, they won't. I don't think Infamous is coming at all unless they have Blue Point do a remake. And it's the only way you get an Infamous game. I'd be okay with a remake. I would be too. I'm just saying yeah. I don't think we're going to get one unless it's Blue Point because that's Sony's remake studio, kind of like Saber Interactive was doing a lot of Halo and stuff mm-hmm. like that remakes. I um, I don't. Do you see any IPs? This isn't just Sony. Like IPs that a company has killed come back. Tomb Raider. Like, with, Am- with Amazon publishing it, it'll probably be a marketing. I don't think they killed it. Oh, was the expectation I, I know. Okay, I, here's a game that I'm excited for. If I don't think there's an announcement yet for the release. Oh, Pikmin Four is coming. That'll be cool. Or the next uh, Dragon Age game. Oh yeah, that isn't that math in the Mass Effect game that's supposedly coming too. Yeah, so that's that's a game I'm excited for. Is the next? Uh, I I don't know if it's coming out next year. I'm assuming. Could be wrong. Um, but like, could you guys ever see EA? Act- We've talked about it before. Could you see them actually bringing back anything that they've Titanfall three? I could see it. I could see that happening in 2023. That would be freaking awesome. I'd be I still so excited. I would be okay what if with Valve finally Ukraine game, but that would be fun. What if, what if Valve gets on it and like Portal three and Half Life three are both announced? Yeah. Would, happen, that would break the internet. It would. I don't think they can announce another Titanfall though, because I think Respawn's working like four games at the moment. So. EA doesn't. What, what if Dice? What if Dice Titanfall three? I won't buy it. <laughs> Dice is fine, but they have been ruining IPs. Lately. Okay, I'm gonna throw one out there: Battlefield Bad Company Three. That that's possible. Announced, not released, obviously. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of vision. Oh, Kotor. I wonder if that'll make a comeback finally, because um, the project was dead, and then they said no, they handed off to another studio. So maybe it is still happening. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Also, I have Kotor no is supposed to be next gen. I have no idea why you bought on Battlefield Bad Company Three because I'm kind of saying that sarcastically out of hope. <laughs> I think that could actually happen. I mean, let's they be honest. What, they they repeatedly say they don't know why anyone liked it. Exactly. EA knows that it makes money, so they could just you know print money and make a Bad Company Three. Will it be um, good? I. Th- think red dead 3 could be announced i don't think so it feels it feels too or or they could do no, a, GTA, a, a new gta i could they see could, they GTA could remake they could remake red dead revolver the original that could be a thing i i could see a new uh, a new grand theft auto that's gonna happen we just don't i mean that. that yeah that should be coming that should be announced next year like officially yeah that's uh, honestly that that would be exciting I'm i don't care about grand theft auto i'll be honest <laughs> i just don't care Sure you don't. I've never, I've never like really been into Grand Theft Auto. Like I played it on PSP, and that's about it. That's fair. Bully too. That would be cool. Ooh. Does he get a day job? He's like, he's like a you know, a angry millennial in a day job now. (laughs) A school shooter game. No, 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 no. no. We're not going down that route. Okay. On that note, we should end. Actually, (laughs) no. Bully two would just be uh, people cyberbullying each other. It might be the most boring game yes. ever made. but of course because everybody making this game would be a boomer it'd be myspace instead of facebook <laughs> <laughs> check out my song and my top eight friends <laughs> god i miss myspace okay they should bring back it. the top eight friends <laughs> they should that'd be hilarious facebook Just strife again in you society. used to be able to select which friends showed up on your page on facebook in the mm-hmm. beginning yeah 
Anyways, Will doesn't have Facebook, so there's that. Don't try and find him, people. He's not there. One, so there's something there, then. That's surprising. He's like, there's like some account pretending to be Will. It's been existing for like five years. And he doesn't know it. Yeah. It's a fan account. <laughs> Who do you think will be the biggest? Do you think there's going to be a big acquisition, another big acquisition down the pipe? Nintendo and Sega, maybe. Does, I've been thinking it's weird that Nintendo has not buy EA? Idea. No, Ubisoft. does anyone buy Ubisoft? Uh, maybe and besides Apple, Amazon or I, I Netflix, think, I think Apple could buy Ubisoft because they're actually building a mobile version of the next Assassin's Creed, like full blown Assassin's Creed on mobile. Honestly, I still think that whoever buys Ubisoft is doing it more so to get the content for mm-hmm. uh, TV shows. I think Apple TV would love to do an Assassin's Creed TV show. Yeah, but I don't think Amazon allows them to buy Tom Clancy IP. That doesn't matter. It, 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 it doesn't Dude. matter. Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy's not even fully owned by Ubisoft, anyways. I know because, but Amazon already does the Tom Clancy. Yeah, I just don't see it. I don't think they're gonna buy it. But you know, on that note, I think Ubisoft would be would make sense for Apple to buy. They produced the Assassin's Creed, put on Apple Arcade. Boom, you got a AAA title on Apple Arcade that plays on Apple TV, iPad, and iPhone. Oh, I think they would do with, great with the TV show. I, I, and yeah, sure. they probably do pretty well. Ted Lasso did well. It's always in the top 10 ratings for views, which is pretty amazing considering Apple just started at their Apple TV. And honestly, honestly, um, Ubisoft did that one, or did they do two games? They might have done two games for mobile. Remember yeah, for yeah, the yeah, Vita, yeah. they had that one game that was pretty. That was pretty good. Was it Liberation or something? Yeah, Assassin's Creed Liberation or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if you've played that on the Vita. It was pretty good. I have it. It it lags in places, but it's a full blown console game on the Vita, which is pretty yeah. hard to do. Yeah, so it's like I could see Apple if they wanted that, like you said, that AAA title. I could see them taking something. Yeah, imagine you say quality. Apple Arcade now comes with Assassin's Creed. Like that's an easy yeah. sell. All right, so here's what I want to do. The This is the end of the year for the Krillcast. We're going to come back. Uh, let's see. So we won't be doing it next week. So the 28th, I, I doubt it. There's a chance, but I doubt it. Maybe we'll stream a, a gameplay session next week, but we're not going to do another podcast next week. This is the last one you get for the year. Um, we'll probably be coming back. Um, I'm going to put a poll up, though, because I'm curious if people like this Wednesday night versus Saturday night. Can we have an odd amount of uh, people tune into the stream? It seemed mm-hmm. like so. So I'm wondering if maybe Wednesdays is better because people are tuning into Spawncast because who knows why, but they tune into Spawncast <laughs> instead of us. Um, but if that's something you're interested in, maybe we'll move it to Wednesdays uh, or or Thursdays. We'll see. I prefer Wednesdays, but that's just me. Uh, and is there anything else you guys want to say to the Krillcast family here before we end 2022 with a bang? Everyone collectively pray for some Fable 4 footage. <laughs> footage, um, not not a reveal? <laughs> just footage. Will's I, desperate, okay? He's I'm, I am very Fable. desperate. Okay. I'll, I'll go for a logo at this point, like the official logo. <laughs> he'll, he'll even frame it and put it next to his bedside table. Yes. Uh, I just want to, you know, reiterate, I'm not a fan of cloud gaming. I was simply being devil's advocate and a realist about the direction that Microsoft is going. Uh, Chris likes to 
claim otherwise, basically, I'm defending it. I don't know how. Okay, Andrew X Cloud. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, it, we should definitely do the um, gameplay stream of something. We've had I think some that's ideas. We do a gameplay stream or something. Yeah. But we're not going to do a podcast, so we're not going to prep anything. We just got to convince the other people that we want to play a certain game with to play it. He's still trying to convince Will and me that we're playing Crusader Kings, but we'll see. I still got to finish my Walking Dead gameplay. Yes, you do. Yeah, you do. (laughs) I got 125 views out of nowhere. I was like, wow, who's watching this? Anyways, um, Vita Forever, that's all I got to say. And uh, thank you for tuning in to the Krillcast in 2022. Hopefully... Y'all still be there in 2023 when we come back. Yes. See you then. Don't die. (laughs) What? (laughs) All right. Y'all stay classy, San Diego. Oh, my God. I'm not going to say the FU San Diego thing that the anchorman says, but, you know, as always, I'm Chris. And I'm Will. And I'm Andrew. And uh, we will see you on the next Girlcast. Bye, guys.